Are you guys with us? We know you are. So here's how you can help. First, share this podcast with your friends. We can't grow without you. Second, go to www.dmwpodcast.com and check out our merch site. I guarantee we have some great stuff that you're going to love. And your purchase helps support the show. Lastly, keep on leaving positive reviews and follow on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Deadman Walking Podcast. As always, we appreciate your prayers as we continue to bring glory to God. Exploring theology, doctrine, and all of the fascinating subjects in between. Broadcasting from an undisclosed location, Dead Men oh, Walking. It's not undisclosed now. No. They know where we're at. Oh, yeah. Watch out. Hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of Dead Men Walking. We're live at Fight and Laugh Feast Conference in Knoxville, Tennessee, interviewing all types of interesting people. We're getting the word of God. We're fighting. We're laughing. We're feasting. And we've got a guest here. That I just met, a new friend. He's from Warriors Tending Gardens. Interesting shirt. I walked up to him. We started talking. And uh, I just thought it was such an interesting concept. Can you introduce yourself and explain a little bit? Yes. So, name's Nathan Spearing. Uh, did yeah. 14 years special operations in the Army. Thank you for your service. My pleasure. I'd do it again, but I'm so glad I'm paroled. Uh, <laughs> and some of, the, some of the stuff that's most exciting to me uh, today, I was a warrior. Uh, I yeah. guess once always in some yeah. ways, um, not quite as hardcore as the Marines on that, that subject, you know, <laughs> you'd say a Marine, okay. you know, I, I'm always a Marine, you know, no, I, I was in the army, but more recently I've been doing small business, uh, five kids, okay. did 12 deployments and I just, they were growing up and I wasn't feeling like the time spent overseas outweighed the time away from my family. Okay. <clears throat> so I, um, I got out six years ago almost in December and um, started a small business. And for somebody that went to the very top in the military. Yep. <clears throat> excuse me. Been talking all day. I'm, you know, we're all losing our voices. <laughs> no here. problem. Uh, somebody that went to the, the top of the military and then now was home 365 days with my wife and kids. That was harder to me. Yeah, I actually was wishing to go back and fight Al Qaeda in Afghanistan <laughs> while my wife was gone doing grocery shopping with my kids. Yeah, and so I realized that all these years of deploying, all these years of going and doing the things that are are sexy in the yeah. eyes of the culture, sure, um, actually was idolatry for me, mm. and I was living. Uh, never really being present with my wife and kids, I was I was surviving as a dad. Wow. Um, that that was brought to the surface when I no longer had this lollipop of going and doing cool missions, going sure. skydiving, going climbing mountains uh, for for freedom, for democracy, all the right. good things. Sure. Um, but I I just I was I was angry. Uh, I was taken out on my kids. My businesses were not doing well. Yeah. Um, I, I I was blaming everybody else. Because it couldn't be me. I'm a special operations guy. I'm right. God's gift to freedom. How come my businesses are, well, they suck. I'm having trouble paying my mortgage. And so God, that was my, my time in the wilderness, if you will, okay. as a man. Yeah. And having to really realize, um, yeah, I was really good at this, this special operations stuff. But I'm not, I'm not as good of a dad as I need to be. Mm. I'm not as good of a husband as I need to be. Business is hard. And, and when I own the business, I can't really blame anyone else if I own it. Right. It's ultimately my responsibility. Yeah. And, and, and I couldn't hide anymore. Yeah. I, I couldn't, couldn't blame other people. 
uh, legitimately. Um, and I just had to go to work on myself. I had to own every area of it. And so uh, Warriors Tending Gardens is, is that we did an inaugural event with the CrossPolitik guys last May. Yeah. Three days, immersive event, shooting. And, and I've been telling guys, the, the guns and the tactics and the shooting is kind of the carrot on the stick. But I really yeah. want to get you in there, and I want to find out what, what for me, it was empathy to my daughters. Sure. It was, it was uh, not being angry at my kids because my businesses were failing, and that was me. I'm bringing it home. Right. What is that for you? What are you, what are you hiding from everyone else? Yeah. What are you not taking ownership of? And for me, in this conference, I can go after guys physically. Say, you got your doctrine's probably great. Yeah. You know, you do a lot. You have many leather-bound books, you know. <laughs> you, your, your palate for, for good yeah. scotch. Very learned, yes. But that's manifesting itself at more inches on your waist. Yeah. That may actually be and actually is detrimental to your mental, physical, emotional well-being. It's all connected. I could argue I, spiritual health, too. Spiritual, lack of self-control, discipline, right? Yeah. And just just like if I have a porn addiction, mm-hmm. it's affecting everything. Yeah, You can't have this secret sin. Mm. And so, so having just literally failed at a lot of things in the military, failed at business, uh, uh, made a lot of mistakes as a dad. And I'm not talking about that uh, to be coddled. I'm not talking about that to, 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 to try to get the sympathy card. Right. Say, if we are going to be, you know, priests, kings yeah. in our household, yeah. if we're going to build the foundational element of our society, which is the family, yep. we have to be multidisciplined. Mm. We have to be, have dominion over all areas of our lives and being involved corporately with other men enables those relationships to highlight, if we're really doing relationship correctly, highlight the areas that I'm not doing as well as this other guy. Right. And, and, and it's not about comparing. And us guys have a really good way. We will pivot around and we'll, we'll get the vantage point right that we can put this other guy down. Yeah. You know, for me, I'll be like, well, you know, he's actually studied the word and better. He's committed it to heart. He can, he can call back scripture. He can apply it. But I'm going to think bad about him because he's not as in good a shape as, you know. And and way this right. manifested for me personally is I was in special operations going to a great church. And I was just kind of, you know, look at these soft civilians. You yeah, know? sure. And then my wife was like, but you, you think Ryan could teach you how to be a more patient dad? Right. You know, and, and, and so having to acknowledge that that us being men being in community yeah. and men really being uh, transparent not in a coddling way, not to say, oh, yeah, all of us struggle with porn, man. It's okay. Right. No, that sin is destroying your life and you need to put it to death. Yeah. Like Toby said at Grace, Grace Agenda, do you really want that sin to be put to death? Yeah. And to call each other out. And so immersive events have been really good for that. Um, yeah. We shot sniper rifles. We did PT. We did some breathing. We did some cold plunge stuff, a bunch of stuff physical. But a lot of the guys just found out being with 10 to 15 guys that are serious and we can start to peel back the onion and, and get at what it is to be a man, yeah. how we're failing, get encouragement, get practical, tactical advice. And I yeah. think a lot of what you get at these conferences can be nebulous. Sure. You know, we got to slay the dragon. Yeah. What does that look like as a, as a former right. warrior? 
What's the dragon and how yeah. do we slay it? Oh, we're yeah. not going to tell you that. We're yeah. just going to give you the slogan. Well, the, the dragon may be the internet in your home. The yeah. dragon may be the, the women that are having influence on your wife in a mm. negative way. The mm. dragon may actually be what you're putting in, in the, the refrigerator. Camp. What you're putting in the refrigerator that then goes in your mouth yeah. and that then has an effect on how you feel, how you sleep, how you can actually work. Yeah. Um, and so, so in a sense, uh, stripping back kind of that comfort and being a little on the nose about some stuff that maybe certain guys can't be and taking yeah. that bona fides that comes from special operations but ultimately says, hey, there's, you need to be implying that intensity yeah. and that mindset to every area of your life. Stay with us. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Covenant Real Estate. And why not? It's my podcast and my real estate company. But seriously, I've absolutely enjoyed helping clients buy, sell, and invest in real estate over the last 12 years. My brokerage serves clients in Michigan and Ohio with more states coming soon. When I started this brokerage, I wanted to ensure that my expertise and knowledge would serve every one of my clients. I take my fiduciary responsibility to my clients very seriously. That's why I named it Covenant Real Estate. Not only is a covenant a contract in the legal sense, but it's also a solemn promise from myself to each of my clients. I will do my absolute best to serve you. It's also pretty cool that our name has some theological implications as well, which is a great conversation starter. And here's the best part. My agents and I have extensive experience in helping people buy and sell residential homes, buy and sell commercial properties, as well as investing in real estate and selling and purchasing recreational and vacant land. Covenant Real Estate can help you with all of your real estate needs, and I would love the opportunity to earn your business. So if you have real estate needs in Michigan or Ohio, call me at 734-731-GREG. That's 734-731-GREG. Or click on the link in the description of this podcast episode you're listening to right now. Remember, Covenant Real Estate. Confidence from contract to close. Okay, so for a listener who goes, these are all great concepts, and, and I, I love what you're saying. What exactly does Warriors Tending Gardens do? Is it is it a camp? Is it a retail place? Is it a, a conference? Yeah. W- what exactly are you doing? So I have a weekly podcast. Okay. Uh, the Life on Target podcast. Life, Life on Target. Life podcast. on Target. We've okay. been doing a, a weekly episode for about a year now. So there's a ton of practical stuff there. Working out, starting small businesses. I've interviewed. Uh, probably 10 to 15 men and, and women about practical things they're doing in their life. Mm. Um, so there's a lot of stuff there. Um, we've done a couple in-person events. I'm building out a facility in North Carolina to be able to bring men, families out. We're going to do homesteading stuff. We're going to do physical stuff, shooting, all that stuff. Um, also, I'll come to your church. If you got guys that are saying, hey, we got a group of 10, 15 guys we want, we want to hear more of this. You know, um, my website, spearing.co, okay. has all my social handles, has a way to, to inquire about me coming out there. I, I love to partner with, with your church because ultimately I don't want to start a para church organization yeah. that does discipleship because, that the church should be doing. Right. I want to enable the local church and men in local churches to do this organically where they are. Sure. And some of that may actually be starting with, hey, your pastor needs to start working out. 
Yeah. The reason why he can't preach about physical dominion over your body is because he's, he it would be have, hypocritical. Yeah. yeah. He can't talk about money and starting a business and being financially, a steward financially, because his, he's actually a wreck uh, yeah. financially. You know, and, yeah. and, and even just the reality of the gospel is you don't have to be perfect on these things to, to teach and to disciple. Yeah. So I'd, I'd like to, if, if you're listening to this and say, it sounds great, just get in touch with me. Okay. Let's figure out how we can enable your church to take dominion in some of these areas. And, and, and the, you know, these circles by percentage are a lot better about the things we're talking about here. Yeah. You know, you're not going to say, hey, your kids should be, shouldn't be in public school and, and everybody's not going to freak out about that. We kind of know Christian education is yeah. important, yeah. you know, but in some sense, you don't just get to farm that out either. Like, are you, are you, as a man, you're responsible. Military has this thing. You can delegate authority, mm-hmm. but you can never delegate responsibility. So as a man, yeah. are you, are you kind of delegating responsibility to your wife and some things, but not really actually being responsible? Right. And, and, and that could be education. Sure. She homeschools the kids. I go off and I win the bread. Right. I do my part. When yeah. I show up at home, I expect a beer. You know, <laughs> I expect a little bit of quiet because it's been so hard at the office, babe. I don't. Yeah. It's just, you don't get how hard it is to win all this bread. Yeah. When she's been been cultivating immortal souls all day and it's yeah. been pouring out. So some of that's hey, you, you work out not so you can look good in the mirror so that you can actually function after eight hours of work at the office, show up and be physically attentive to your kids and play tag and wrestle with your boys and do these things while your wife's getting dinner on the table. And let's do some of those things, laying out your day practically. And how do you do that? Well, yeah, I've, I've always said, uh, uh, women should go to at least one women conference a year for three days, just so the dads have to stay home with the kids and remember what it yes. <laughs> what it is that if your wife is a homemaker, what she does. Um, now I work from home, so I'm home all the time and in and out, which comes with its own struggles. They don't know whether dad's there to play football and, and play catch or yeah. you know talking to clients. Uh, so you have to make that separation. We were talking offline to the shift gears here. We we're talking offline about homesteading. Why should that be important to to Christians and men? in particular uh isn't that some crazy conspiracy thing we don't need to worry about we got grocery stores we have electricity we have all these modern conference yeah why should christians and men in particular be be concerned about or even know about homesteading yeah i think um it's not as uncommon these days for Mm -hmm. people to Mm -hmm. to think about the grocery store but it's it's poison for them for the most part yeah there's there's pesticides all over your produce yeah your 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 chickens are triple chlorine bath washed and that still has pathogens on it you know even though they're doing all this chemical stuff to your meat you know, yeah. what is that actually manifesting for a male as, as your testosterone production? Yeah. You know, do you see soy in these, these things you're putting on? Duke's mayonnaise, you know, soy. Yeah. You know, yeah. what is that doing when, you, as a man, you're ingesting soy? Sure. And it's, it's when you start to look at the ingredients, really look at the ingredients, even though there's maybe three or four, maybe that last one is a proprietary blend of something that says natural, so you think it's good, but it's yeah, not. It's not. You know, yeah. it's actually made from the anal glands of a beaver. Yeah. You know, that's a <laughs> strawberry flavor. You know, wow. it's it's ridiculous when yeah. you start to peel this back. So mostly, what you put in your body matters. Right. Just like what how you are spiritually matters. So to say, I'm gonna when I eat food. It, there are, it's right, wrong, or indifferent. Something's going to happen with it. 
So I got to put the right things in. Sure. So for us as a family, I, I was reading Rory Grove's book, Durable Trades. I'm a general contract. That's my day job. So that's okay. another thing. This is, a, this is in, a, in a large way, a ministry. But I have a general contracting company. I have real estate. So we have a productive household. I work from home, too. I got office. I'm, I'm back and forth. Yeah. But I was reading that book, and I was, he breaks down the, the labor market into you know, four sectors, with primary being directly from the land. So okay. I, I was secondary, which takes raw goods from the lands and creates our product and our services are based on, on taking lumber and doing these things. I was doing that, that analysis, you know, a year and a half ago. And I was like, I, 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 you know, essentially your home is more durable or your, your vocation is more durable, the closer to the land that you are. And wow. he has this pyramid. It's like 6% of our, our labor market is from the land. Now it used okay. to be 68, 70% of households were, wow. were, were primary Sure. From the land. From the land. That's not a good thing. No. And and so I just like, all right, what can we do um, as a family to just have a little bit more agency over this aspect of our life? Okay. So we just, it's got to be incremental. So we were living downtown. We didn't really have land yet. Yeah. And we started doing chickens in the backyard. Sure. So we got layers. We got a couple meat birds and we slaughtered them right there in downtown Southern Pines, North Carolina. Okay. You know, I pulled my construction trailer so that the neighbors walking their dogs weren't seeing the carnage, you know. <laughs> so I right. think that's the reality is that people have this this thing that, you know, perfection is what we gonna, we're going to do. And John Acuff talks about it. if you have this per- this perfect image in your mind and you never start, that's the way you stay in control. Uh, because yeah. you're like, oh, I'm going to be this great homesteader once I finally get land, yeah. once I finally get all these things, or I'm going to start working out once I got the right shoes and I got the right. gym membership, or I, yeah. you know, I'm saving for my rogue fitness setup at my house. And when I get all the squat rack yeah. perfect, then no, I'll work out. Yeah. And then you never do it. Yeah. So we started incrementally with chickens in the backyard. We want to get our kids on the land too, because I grew up on 10 acres and, and I just wanted my kids to be outside in the yeah. dirt playing yeah. and, and, and adventure and just kind of this ruggedness that they could have. So now we have 54 acres. We have uh, 70 something chickens. We had a really big vegetable garden. We're doing the fall garden now. We're looking to get pigs. We're looking to get cattle now that we have the, the pasture. Sure. Um, but in a sense, too, I have other businesses. This is be, going to become kind of the laboratory where my kids get to do business. My 10-year-old son has an egg business. He's carting. Every time we go to church, he's taking six, eight dozen eggs to church. Sure. And he's selling them. And, and having to have the conversation, hey, son, you know, some of that's going to have to go to dad because I just bought this 500 pounds of of, yeah. of organic soy free feed from this yeah. local supplier and half the chickens are yours. Yeah. So maybe, you know, 150 yeah. bucks of that is, is going to come out of your thing and have these, and he's having yeah. to do sales. So he's having to engage with men in our church about payment, Sure. you know, and to say, Hey, yeah, he owes you money, but you got to be respectful. You're yeah. still, you know, and so having these conversations and, and going to the pre-industrial revolution household. And, it, and it, if you, if you don't have land, and Joel Salatin talks about this. That's the other thing. Is like, I got to be the one that does everything. Yeah. Find a local farmer that yeah. is doing it and pay full price for what he's doing. Yeah. His family's doing. Christians are so cheap. <laughs> I know, right? We want a deal. <laughs> yeah. You know, do I get 10% off? Do I want to do? And, and, and Doug talks a great about this in Gashmuseyeth and, and yeah. how we can abuse a brother's skills and services in the church. 
because we're at church together. Well, actually, the Bible says pay a man what he's worth. Exactly. You know, pay, pay him his wages. So yeah. that's and, the and way we should. I've yeah. had conversations with people at our church. We're like, yeah, we got, um, you know, 75 uh, free range organic chickens that I slaughtered with my kids. Yeah. And, and they're like, yeah, well, it's got to be Walmart prices, you know? <laughs> and like, your, your husband's a doctor. Right. You know, why are you telling me I got to commoditize yeah. something that's not a commodity? You know, that it is it is completely different product than yeah. what Walmart is selling. And then I yeah, and if I you kinda, want Walmart price it, why are you yeah, here then? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's and the and and the church is buying low quality food yeah. and wondering why we have disease. Yeah. You know, wondering and we just can't make these connections. And and so for me, um I I saw an opportunity to start doing that, and a lot of that's gonna be is we're going to do this. My kids are going to do businesses. My primary business is in construction and stuff, but yeah. we want it. We want my, our kids to do it. We want to have, I want to have something that's a little easier to work alongside my sons. Sure. And, and eventually, I mean, I, I say churches should have a, uh, um, a plan to, to feed locally, feed, feed each other. You know, if, if, if there's a market stressor and, and supply chain ripple kind of effect and it, the, the term for this is kind of personal runway. Yeah. And personal runway is a lot of things. How many days can you go without getting money before everything falls down? Yeah. How many days can you go without power? How many days can you go without food? How many yeah. days can you, like, wh what yeah. do you have organically? And this is not prepper. Yeah. This is not freak out, you know, oh, Lord so, Jesus, come back quick, you know, whatever. Yeah. No. No, this is wisdom um, and discernment. This is, is what Joseph is. did. Yeah, I'm looking at the way things are going, and I'm thinking maybe we should set aside a fifth. Yeah, just because it's going to be famine potentially. Sure, there's ebbs and flows in society. There's readjustments. There's resets and things. It's it's bound to happen. Um, we can't keep printing this much currency. We can't get be giving out this much bad debt. Yep. We can't be uh, doing all these things, and there not be consequences. Yeah, and and when the shock comes, as the church. And as families, are we are we going to be ready to minister to people that are hungry and are starving? I would say we're not. We're not. I would say be the majority ready. of churches who are supposed to provide uh, not only for their flock but for the poor and destitute, if something were to happen, they would look to the federal government and go, "Where's our food banks? Yes. We're a nonprofit. Could you send us some food down?" Yeah. When in fact, what you're saying is very important. Where you're saying, "I want to take men, train them to then go back to their local churches to then." flourish out from there and say, okay, we can self-sustain, provide for ourselves. Right. Yeah. And it, I think, um, I think it's ready.gov yep. has a list of equipment that they recommend every business own yeah. in the event of a natural disaster or storm or whatever. So if you own a small business as a man mm -hmm. and you have money coming in in excess of what you need to feed your family, you can buy generators. Yep. You can buy grain. Yep. You can buy fuel. You can buy all these things that the government says every business should have, should have yeah. so that you're resilient. And it's tax-free yeah. because your business bought it based on the government recommendation to be prepared for natural disasters, to be prepared for shocks in the market. Sure. And, and you, have to, you have to have a business that's profitable, you know, and yeah. you have to, your low overhead has to be low as a family. Sure. You have to have excess, and you. But also, when you have a business, all these things that you need 
to be resilient, to have personal runway are tax-free things. Yeah. My business bought my tractor. My business yeah. is building my barns. My business is built is is the infrastructure for these farms. It's all tax free money because yeah. it's building businesses. Yeah, my and business bought my generator. Exactly. I'm a realtor. Exactly. But I have an office on my property and it needs to be powered possibly. Exactly. You, it, you, you do not off, want yeah. to miss a client calling you <laughs> right. and buying a house in a storm. No yeah. way. Yeah. You gotta get it. And and so I think that for, and and as a small business owner, and as in this, in some of this is is military training. I was I was had to go into these places and be effective. Yeah. I had to work with multiple government agencies. Yeah. I was in the the most effective branch of the of the government, Department of Defense. Yeah. But I still felt like it was dysfunctional. I still had to be gra- do these strategic narratives to get the mission accomplished. And and we're just not as Christians. We're not thinking very creatively. Right. We're not realizing that there's systems in place that are beneficial for us if we're shrewd, if we understand the times, mm, if I we're like able that. to be a discerning. And so, um, and, and, and that there's these guys that are out there that know this. They may not be on your session. They may yeah. not be out. But as a, as a church, you can reach out to some of these men and you can bring them in and you can do workshops and you can start to, to push the envelope and you can start to pull people out of their comfort zone in ways that enables them to have more dominion over their life. Yeah. Everything. So if we've got an audience member out there right now and they're, they're a member of a church or an elder or a pastor, they're listening uh, and they go, this sounds like something that I want to do. Uh, for my church, how would they get a hold of you? Where do they go? And then also throw out the podcast again so they could take a listen to those resources. Yeah. So um, spearing.co, S P E A R I N G.co. And we'll link all this up when it is goes the website. Yeah, yeah. And, and right at the top, there's a, there's a button, you know, book Nathan virtual in person. And it'll yeah. be a contact form and it'll go right to my inbox and, and we'll work it out. We'll craft the event. We can do, if you're trying to do multiple churches, my website supports, I can get you a link and, and handle all the payment stuff there. And we can work at, you know, I've done some stuff with churches say, Hey, put the event out. You guys promote it locally. I'll show up, you know, it'll go through this thing and then I'll write your ch- church a check at the end of it. Right. Profit share. Like this is very simple thing. Yeah. And I got the infrastructure to book it. If, and you guys do the promoting, if you guys want to say, no, no, we just want to, our session will bring you out. What's your fee. We can work it out that way. Okay. Um, and we can craft something specifically. And then I got, there's a lot of guys out there in the network. Uh, John Moody, Rory Groves, C.R. Wiley, and myself are working on some strategic things for curriculums for men and boys. Awesome. Um, and so we're working at potentially in the spring, we'll be going out to C.R. Wiley's church and doing a men's yeah, conference. And, the, and really, ultimately, it, it's about getting a bunch of men in the room together. Yeah. Um, and, and in some ways getting away from our wives and, and so that, that we can, we can be real about some things and, and we can, we can, uh, preserve the, the leadership aspect of it. We know we're not compromising the, the hierarchical integrity of things, the way God's ordered it, but we can also be serious about growth in the areas that we're, 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 we're thinking God doesn't have dominion over that. I I get to just kind of harbor this sun over here and it's not going to affect anything. It has generational effects. Um, and, and, and we need to get busy. So, um, yeah, I'd love to, love to come to the church, love to, you know, um, got some land, want to do some shooting, whatever, just, we can, we can work it out. Um, but, uh, yeah, serious about, uh, strong men 
multidisciplined men. Um, you know, in Abraham, uh, Genesis fourteen fourteen, he took his three hundred and eighteen trained men. Yeah, that word right there, Hanuk, set apart, chosen. He had three hundred and eighteen men that could go execute a nighttime hostage rescue mission. Yeah. Pause agrarian activities and go launch a hostage rescue mission by night, dividing the forces, conquering, when other kingdoms around couldn't even do it. Wow. And he's so rich. He said, oh, yeah, we just plundered these kingdoms. We, we rescued everybody. I don't want anything. I'm rich. Yeah. God's already, this wasn't yeah. about me going and profiting off of violence. This wasn't about me trying to get ahead in life. Right. This was about truly protecting the downtrodden. There's no ulterior motives here. My yeah. guys risked some stuff. They're going to get some stuff. They risked it. But it's not me. Yeah. And, and, I, and, and to have 318 men yeah. and their families, and you're feeding all of them organically from your household. Yeah. You know, and, and that is what the household should be. I think maybe culturally where we're at, um, one man is not going to be like the church yeah. could have that size. But that, Absolutely. the capacity exists in your, to say, pause. We're productive over here. That margin that we got in business and agrarian activities, we've already we've cross-trained on nighttime hostage rescue too. We're ready right. for that. We're ready for to go over here. And uh, I, I just did a podcast with Anthony Esselin. Uh, it just hit Friday uh, today. And uh, he's, men used to get together and build things. Yeah. We don't really get together and build things much anymore. Not a whole we, lot. We sit around, we drink some scotch, and we yeah. talk about how manly we are. Yeah. Let's get together and build some things. Let's or, get together and do some stuff productive, yeah. um, multi-generational, lasting. I love um, it. Yeah. Cool. Well, Nathan, thank you so much. Warriors Tending Gardens, guys, if you're listening, go check out the podcast. We'll link everything up for you. Uh, it was so nice meeting you. Um, I know we're going to uh, be talking in the future. What you got going on is so interesting and so needed, I think, in the American church as well. Um, we appreciate you, brother, and all that you do. Thanks for Guys, having thanks me. so much for listening to another episode of Dead Men Walking Podcast. As always, God bless. Be sure to check us out at dmwpodcast.com where you can purchase the best and snarkiest merch on the internet, support the show, and leave us a review or message. Dead Men Walking can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Dead Men Walking Podcast and on Twitter X at Real DMW Podcast. The Dead Men Walking Podcast is part of the Fight Laugh Feast Network. For exclusive show content, be sure to download the Pub TV app and become a member. If you're a business that needs to reach hundreds of thousands of potential customers in your demographic, podcast advertising might be for you. Send all inquiries to Dead Men Walking Podcast at gmail.com. None your biscuits.